0: Times I've questioned certain circumstances of things I could not understand. Oh, and many times in weakness, weakness blurs my vision. My frustration gets so out of hand. But it's then I'm reminded. I've never been forsaken, never had to stand the test alone. As I look at all the victories, the Spirit rises up in me. It's through the fire my weakness is made strong. cross would not get heavy and the hill would not be hard to climb. He never offered a victory without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision adversary says give in, just hold on, our Lord will show up, and he will take you through the fire again, oh listen church, I know within myself that I would surely perish, Oh, but if I trust the mighty hand of God, He'll shield the flames again, again. He never promised that the cross would not get heavy, and the hill would not be hard to climb. No, He never offered, our victory without fighting, but he said Help would always come inside. Just remember when you're standing In the valley of decision And the adversary says give in Just hold on Our Lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again just hold on our lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again
1: Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, it's good, amen, to be in the house of the Lord today. I'm going to let this light shine, and I'm going to pray it don't go out before church is over today. I'm going to pray that it don't run out of time for you today before church is over. Be right with the Lord. I... uh, thinking about this message and what I wanted to do with it and some things happened and it kind of threw me off course and I had to get back on track this morning trust and believe God this morning that he's still on the throne you and I will try to do things you and I'll try to try to try to do things and and, and we want to do good things amen? amen but sometimes the devil jumps in there and tries to ruin that for us we got to know that everything we do with a good heart for the Lord is not not going to go down in vain. Come on, somebody, hear me today. (laughs) Break that down for me in English, Brother Mark. Let me break it Every time that you have a good heart and you reach out to help people, whether it be a family member, a church member, a complete stranger on the side of the road, if you do it with a good heart, God will be rewarded. Come on, somebody, hear me this morning. (laughs) Everybody got their ticket this morning? Amen. I want to talk to you about a ticket real quick, and I need uh, some assistance this morning, so could my assistance come up this morning? Come on up, guys. Y'all got to walk a little faster than that, brother. That hair, Joe, is holding you back, cowboy. Give these guys a big round of applause for me. (laughs) Yesterday, I was in my office, and I said, man, I need some assistance, and I looked out the window, and I know the Lord's got a sense of humor because Pat Sajak, he has Vanna White, and look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got these three lovely gentlemen here. And I was trying and trying to do this yesterday, and I couldn't do it, but, man, these three guys walked in, and, man, all, every one of them got it. And uh, I want to tell you a story today. You all ready, gentlemen? There was a man who sees another man with a ticket to heaven. The man demands a portion of his ticket. So the man gives him a piece of his ticket. Y'all are shaking. There was a man who sees another man with a ticket to heaven and the man demands a portion of his ticket so the man gives him a piece of his ticket. The man, being a worldly man, decided that if he had just a little more of the other man's ticket he would receive more reward in heaven. So he ordered the man to give him another little piece of his ticket. So the man dies and Goes to heaven. Stands before the Lord. He has his ticket. Hurry up, guys. Y'all did this faster in the office yesterday. The guy that demanded the ticket. Rayford, spray the glue. (laughs) Pass it down to Joe. He had cut off that man's ticket, got two portions of that other man's ticket, and so he demanded uh, another portion. Think when he get to heaven, he'd get a little better peace. So he stands before the Lord with the ticket. And the Lord says, they're doing a good job. The man is standing there with the ticket and the Lord sees him and he says, Come on, let me see your ticket. He hands the Lord the ticket and the Lord says, You're not my son. Depart from me, I never knew you. They picked him up, scooped him up, angels, big angels come and grabbed him up and threw him in the pits of hell. God said to the man, this ticket shows me that you are not my son. Then the man died, who gave the pieces away. He presented his ticket to God. God says, this shows that you are my son. Welcome to heaven. Jesus says in John 14:6, he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father except through me. Jesus suffered and sacrificed himself on the cross for your sins and for my sins, and he's offered us a way to heaven. Let me ask you this morning, you got your ticket? Raise your hand. If you got your ticket, wave your ticket in your air. Show me your ticket this morning. Today we're going to use a, 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 a illustration, a, 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 and we're going to picture ourselves riding the train. Today, say, all aboard! All aboard! You got to have an imagination if you're going to do this thing. You got to have an imagination. Got to get on the train. All aboard. Calling this church to get all aboard. Can I say this to you this morning? There are only two trains running in the spiritual world. There's the Heavenly Cannonball. And there's the Hellfire Express. Which train do you want to be on this morning? You want to be on the Heavenly Cannonball or you want to be on the Hellbound Express? The tracks for both trains... Head out as far as I can see, all the way out to eternity. The two trains are running throughout the world. They have stopped at every nation, every state, every town, every city, and every home. God says, "As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord." Is God in your house this morning? The heavenly cannonball—you can see—that's God's train, and Jesus is the engineer this morning. Did you know that they gave me some keys to a real train here? I have keys to a real train. I can fire that puppy up and take off with it this morning if I want to. But I don't want to drive my own train anymore. I want to call in for Jesus to, to drive my train. Jesus, are you there? He said yes. He whispers a still small voice Jesus would you drive the train now please he said for sure for sure praise God Amen. the heavenly cannonball that's God's train Jesus is the engineer it's headed up the tracks to heaven that's the train that most folks want to be on that's the train that most folks want to be on let me ask you a question miss Tracy why do so many people miss that train? Dalton Grimes, let me ask you a question. Why do so many people miss that train, Cody? The Hellfire Express, that's the devil's train. It's headed down the tracks to a fiery place called hell. And most, say most. Most of the human race is on that train today. Most of the human race is on the devil's train. God's train makes a special top. Every, a special stop every time the word of God is preached. And every time someone shares the word of, uh, the, the Lord Jesus Christ with someone, every time somebody shares that light, somebody, every, every time somebody says the Lord's name, God said, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, and whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Every time someone spreads the word of God, the gospel truth to someone, that train stops and people get on. Somebody get this this morning, amen? The heavenly cannonball, you can see that's God's train. Jesus is the engineer. The hellbound express, that's the devil's train, and the devil's the engineer of that train. God's train makes special stops every time the word of God is preached, and every time someone shares Christ, it stops, and the conductor yells, All aboard! All aboard! Open your Bibles if you brought one to 2 Peter 3. Give my lovely assistants a big round of applause. Amen. The Lord is not slacking concerning his problem. Well, 2 Peter 3, 9. Got my Bible? Amen. 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not lack. The Lord is not slack concerning his problems, and some men count slackness. But is long-suffering to us, Lord, not willing that anyone should perish, but that all shall come to repent. The one sharing Christ is like the conductor of the train. This person could be a pastor, an evangelist, a Sunday school teacher, a youth minister, a missionary, a singer for the Lord. A Christian witness, a family member, a father, a mother. This person is like the conductor of Jesus' train, and they are spreading the truth to whoever will listen and telling them, All aboard, get on board right now. Get on board right now before it's too late. Every time someone shares the word of God, they are just like the conductor yelling, All aboard. Every time the word of God is shared, every time we hear a message of the gospel, every time we come to church when the doors are open, we have a chance to get on God's train. Can I let you in on a little secret? Let me get off this for a minute. Let me just jump in this little deal. A lot of times we don't shun people that really should be shunned because we believe that one more service, one more song, one more message may get them saved, may get them sold out, may get them to turn their lives around that is something a lot of pastors a lot of ministers a lot of people struggle with come on somebody be truthful you don't know when to give up on somebody or when to stop messing with somebody or when to just throw your hands up sometimes you do just got to throw your hands up give them to God because you've done all that you can do but here we pray that one more message one more revival one more bull ride, one more youth activity will give a teenager an adult a grandma a grandpa an opportunity to get on God's train and head on down the tracks you know i was thinking about it this morning every time the word of god is shared every time we hear a message of the gospel every time we have a chance to get on board with god's train why do so many people fail to get on board why do so many people reject god usually the people reject god's i would say this brady first with a little small nose no, God, God's shining a light on you. Stop drinking. God's shining a light on you. Stop lying. God's shining a light on you. Quit doing drugs. God's shining a light on you. Quit being selfish. God shining a light on you. Don't be a prostitute. God shining a light on you. Say, quit lying. Quit stealing. Quit manipulating. God's shining a light on you. And says, young man, come follow me. I'll make all your dreams possible. God shines a light on you. And you say, no, God, I don't really want to quit this right now. God, you know what? It's easier when we all say no. When you say no one time. It's easier to say no another time. That's why people don't get on God's train because they like saying no to God. And if you say no to God in the little thing, no, I ain't never getting up and praying in front of nobody. No, I'm never getting up and singing. God gave you a beautiful voice. You can sing in the car, but the moment somebody, God says, hey, come up front and sing. Say, no, God, I can't do it. I'm shy. No, God, I'm scared. Listen to me. If you start saying no to God in any area of your life, it'll be easier to say no to God in all the areas of your life so Lori that's why people are on the hellbound train because God says come to me all of you all of you all that means all like my, from the head of my from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet all of me God wants he don't want weekend visits he wants daily rites Every time the word of God is shared, every time we hear the message, we have a chance to get right with God, get on the train. Usually when people reject Christ the first time, it's a bit of a struggle with their, with their walk. But every time we say no to God, it becomes much easier to say no to God next time. The more times we reject Christ, watch this older people. Listen, older people hear me. The more times that we reject God, the harder our hearts become. And the easier it is to put it off for another day, putting it off for another day, putting it off for another day. Satan's train He's picking up people who are putting it off for another day. See, this light will go out sometime. Look at me. This light will go off one day. You'll either be saved or you'll be spending eternity in hell. You'll either spend eternity in heaven or you'll spend it in hell. choice is yours. Don't let that chance pass you by this morning. Don't let that train pass you by. There are two trains I'm telling you about. Hebrews 3.13 says, Least any of you be hardened through these difficulties of sin. Give it to God. In 2 Corinthians 2.6, Jesus warns us not to be putting off getting right with God. Now is the accepted time. Behold, he says, the day of salvation is near. Amen. Today. Today. Something's happening up here, Brother Mike. A pastor of a church, he's like a train conductor. He has a big responsibility, calling people to get on board and showing them their seat. Listen to me, my job is to show you your seat. I got a big responsibility. Hey, can I share this with you for all of you who hate on me from time to time? I have a big responsibility and that responsibility is to tell you how to live your life according to what the Bible says. My responsibility, get this, I want you to grab this. Don't go out of here thinking twisted up mind. My responsibility as the conductor of God's train is to tell you how to live your life, what's right, what's wrong, according to the Word of God. Uh, not, Not my opinion, but according to the Word of God. The pastor of the local churches, they're like the conductor of God's train. And a pastor of of God's train, he has a big responsibility, calling people to get on board the train and showing us to our seats. And then he has another responsibility. This is my favorite responsibility, collecting up the tickets. Giving people an opportunity to get saved. Asking people if this day you'll give your life to the Lord. And then people say, Pastor, I'm raising my hand, I'm I'm, I'm giving my life to the Lord. Pastor, I'm coming forward, I'm giving my life to the Lord. That's my greatest reward there. Collecting the tickets. Getting to pick those tickets up. That's my greatest reward. Knowing that, that what we're doing right here won't go down in vain. I know there's some talking, I know there's some not paying attention. Those people are probably on the wrong freaking train. Listen to me this morning. Get on the right train. I want to show you to your seat this morning. It's a heavenly bound train and Jesus is the conductor. Let me show you something, Harry. So, listen. So many church leaders today are watering down the word of God to please men and to please people. They're like going to take and teaching people to go into battle with a plastic sword. Listen to me. You need the real thing today in every area of your life. Not the watered down version. Not the version that it says it's okay to lie. It's okay to steal. It's okay to have sex before marriage. You need the real version not the watered-down version. God's word is to be used with power and authority. It's a weapon to destroy evil. Hebrews four twelve says, "For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than the two-edged sword, piercing even the divine, unsurrendering soul and spirit, and at the joints and marrow, and the discernment to get to a person's heart. The word of God will get to your heart." Come on, somebody. The word of God got to my heart. I don't remember what was being preached that day, but I know what was being sung, what song was being sung that day. And man, when he said, if I didn't know Jesus, I couldn't teach my kids Jesus. I got up and started learning about Jesus that day. He's not only my father, he's my friend. He's not only my comforter, he's my provider. He's not only the engineer of my train. He also gives me some responsibility on the train. You and I have responsibility on this train. So many church leaders today are watering down the, the message, but I want to show you something, Harry. The Bible tells us to be careful not to be deceived by ministers that don't have enough backbone to preach the truth of God's Word. You are some ministers, too. <laughs> I just told you, evangelists, heads of your homes. Choir singers, Sunday school teachers, teachers in the schools. You're the the minister, and you shouldn't be watering down things. Ministers don't have enough backbone to preach the truth. I say keep your mouth shut. Come on, somebody. I say keep your mouth shut. Because you're going to cause somebody to stumble. Live right, preach right, do right. That's God's way. You say, Brother Mark, sometimes I struggle. We all struggle. Live right, do right, get back up on the train. 2 Timothy 4, 3 says, tells us that many preachers will stop preaching sound doctrine. Not this church, and not this preacher. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm not a theologian. I'm going to tell you the truth. I read my Bible every day. I listen and talk to God every day. There's not a day goes by. I Don't seek him out in every area of my life. I don't want to be somebody just screaming at you every Sunday. I want to be a, a Bible that's opened up also. You ought to be a Bible that's opened up for the whole world to see. From the back row of this church all the way to the front row. You ought to be a living witness for Christ. You ought to be the light of the world. And you ought not hide your light. Come on, somebody. (laughs) How many ever been close to a railroad track at night? It's kind of a scary thing when you see that train coming down the tracks. All you see is like... Dark, 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 dark with one big light up front. You know it's a train. You know it's coming. You know it's probably rolling 40, 50, 60, 80 miles an hour. I don't know how many of things go, but maybe I'll find out now i got keys. <laughs> Cody, you getting fired, brother. i got your keys, brother. <laughs> uh, but you know it's rolling. And you know what? That thing comes by so fast, so loud, so strong, it makes the ground shake. It makes the ground shake. It trembles. And and let me say this. It comes by fast. Fast. And then in some other places, it comes by slow. I believe the slow place is God's grace, God's mercy. I say the fast trains, that's God saying right now for you right now for you, you'll never look at another train the same. That'd be God saying, hey, I, I want you to get on today. Hold your hands up, boys. <laughs> the Bible tells us, and he tells church leaders, he tells moms, he tells dads, he tells brothers and sisters, he says this in 2 Timothy 4, 2, he says, preach the word, reprove, rebroke, exhort, in other words, if, if 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 something is wrong, tell people it's wrong. If you know somebody living wrong, tell them they living wrong. If you know somebody's going to hell, tell them they going to hell. If you know somebody needs to get on God's train, don't be afraid to tell them. People don't always want to hear the truth, do they, Vicky? <laughs> this is my. I love this, Joe. I'm gonna work you know, stuff up here, man. <laughs> People don't always want to hear the truth, Donnie. You can tell them because you got life experience. You can tell them because you've seen other people wrecked out. You can tell them because you've been there and been in the same shoes that they've been in. And, and you've been in that rehab. You've been in that hey You've been through that stuff. You've been in that prison cell. You've been hooked on those cigarettes. You've been, you've been struggling with lies and, and, and your family was all abusive to you. But you got out and you want to tell somebody the truth. But they don't heed the warning. Hey, this is what, remember, look at that, what? God is so faithful. A lot of people cross the arms when they go down. They don't heed the warning. You see the signs, the lights are flashing, a train's coming, but you're going to try to go ahead and jump the track. You're going to go ahead and try to keep on sinning, keep on lying, keep on drinking, keep on drugging. The arms are coming down. God's saying right now, train's coming, get on board. Because after a while, there'll be another one come by, and that's the devil's train. Right. Wow. I don't know how often trains come by, but I know they come pretty regularly. Second Timothy four, 2 Timothy 4.2 tells leaders, preach the word, re- reprove, rebroke, exhort. Tell people if it's wrong. If it's a sin, call it a sin. People don't always want to hear the truth. Most folks just want to come to church and hear, I'm okay. Well, listen to me. If you're coming here... I'm not going to always tell you you're okay. If you hear me preaching about something that you're not okay, God's not okay with it, it's not me, it's God telling you. If you feel like your toes get stepped on, it's God stepping on your toes. It's not me with a hidden microphone on your front door. I had a guy call me the other day and said, man, was my wife talking about me at church? I said, I hadn't seen your wife. Well, uh, that last week you were preaching and it sounded just like we're going through. I said, God must have heard. Well, I figure she came and talked to you. No, but do you need to? Is there something going on in your life that the light needs to be shined into and get the darkness out of there? Are you cheating? Are you lying? Are you manipulating? Are you spending all the money? What are you doing? You need to talk? He said, I got to go. I got two, if you've never been in my office, I've got two chairs that are not very comfortable. That's where you sit when you come visit me. There's two chairs. I bought them. They're bamboo, they're very uncomfortable chairs. Because I figured if I can't tell you the truth in five or ten minutes, one of us is going to get real uncomfortable. I believe that God is like that. He tells you the truth, and he gets uncomfortable. But I'd rather be comfortable with God. Because I've learned one thing about my Lord and Savior. He's not concerned about how comfortable I am. He's not concerned about how comfortable I am. He's more concerned with my character than my comfort. God's more concerned with how what's this all of you this is just not them it's you God's more concerned with how you make him look than what you think sometimes the truth hurts it causes people to to close God out of their life but here this morning I want to finish with this story and I want to keep you off of this train you see it's kind of like these guys here they have a choice to make Amen. and on your tickets my favorite verse on your church when you walk in it's the same verse on your church when you walk in you look up hold your ticket up and you look up outside when you leave today you look up there and it's there's there's that scripture says on this day you'll be with me in paradise Amen. hold your arms up Rayford you're the tallest here when I did this with these guys in, the, in, the church, in my office yesterday, I have a Navy SEAL, I have a master electrician and a master carpenter and a preacher that didn't know how to do this. And these guys came in, and they knocked it out on the first try. And I saw them. I said, now hold them up so I can see. And they held them up, and all I could see, now watch the Holy Spirit go to work this morning, is Calvary and Jesus in the middle and two thieves one on his left and one on his right the bible says that when they drove the nails through his hands and his feet and they raised up jesus's cross on calvary there hung two guys also both guilty of sin like me and you both of them guilty of sin and Jesus, as tired as he was, because Jesus was human. Don't take away the human out of Jesus, because Jesus walked this earth, been through the same things you and I have been through. Struggles, just like you and I, but never wavered. Trusting God all the way to the very end. So here you have, raise your hand. You got Jesus, watch, shh. You got Jesus in the middle, two thieves. One on his left and one on his right. The one on his left or his right, I'm not quite sure. Started mocking him, Jesus. If you're really who you say you are, call the angels down to get you off that cross. If you're really who you are, say you are, come on, Jesus, get us all down from here. Let's go have a a drink. Jesus, if you're who you really say you are, and this is what the world thinks. They got plenty of time to drink, drug, party, living a life of sin. This guy said, Jesus, if you're really who you say you are, then bring us down here, mocking him, laughing at him. And then the scripture that you have on your ticket is the other guy. And he mustered up enough strength to look over at Jesus. And he said, Jesus, save me. Jesus, today I give you my life. Jesus, I believe you say who you are. I believe you're the son of the living God. There was three of them hanging there. It wasn't just one. There was three of them hanging there. Jesus was in the middle. One was mocking. One was laughing. One was second guessing. And the other one was saying, Jesus, I believe. And Jesus looked over at him and said, on this day, you will be with me in paradise. Amen. On this day. The other one blew his chance. Blew his chance. Now he spends eternity in hell. You gonna blow your chance this morning to cash your ticket in, or you gonna get on the right train? Simple as that. Easy to understand. Hard to swallow. Every head bowed and every eye closed. That trains are coming. The Bible says that we're the body of Christ. And we need to be able to accept correction when it's necessary because the church leaders are watching over our souls. According to the Bible, if the pastor fails to share the truth, if he don't shed the light on some things in your life, he don't correct the sin, God will hold him doubly accountable. I'm hoping this morning that you get on the heavenly cannonball today and get off the Hellfire Express. Isaiah 5.14 tells us that there are so many on board the Hellfire Express. Hell has enlarged to make room for them. Read that one day. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Read that one day in Isaiah 5.14. Hell has enlarged because of them. But in my Bible, it says that few, very few, We'll make it to heaven, brothers and sisters. I want to make it to heaven this morning. Most of the human race is on the Hellfire Express, they're headed straight for hell. This morning, I don't want you to go there. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Close your eyes, don't be a distraction to somebody because the Hellfire Express is chugging down the tracks at full throttle. Maybe you're afraid to jump ship, but let me say this if you jump off that train this morning, Jesus will catch you. Come on, somebody. If you jump off that train right now, maybe, 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 if you muster up enough strength, and believe me right now, if you jump off that train, Jesus will catch you. The Bible says now is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, but now. The only guarantee you have for eternity with Jesus to get on board. All aboard right now, I'm going to do it one time. I'm going to do it one time, all aboard. You're here today, and you never prayed and asked Christ to come into your life, or if you prayed but it didn't mean anything, pray with me right now. Shh. Pray with me right now. Just say, Lord, come into my life and save me. Today, I make you my Lord and Savior. From this day forward, I will serve you with all of my heart. I surrender the drugs to you, I surrender the alcohol to you, I surrender my life to you today, Lord. I, I know what kind of person I've been, Lord. I surrender all my sins to you. That's what you have to do. Listen, you gotta, to get on God's train, you've got to give up the sin. You can't be a womanizer on God's train. You can't be sleeping around with everybody to be on God's train. You can't be provoking and pushing your way around to be on God's train. God's train is full of love. Come on, somebody. It's the love train. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you want to get on that train this morning, say, Lord, come on into my heart and save me today. Today, I make you my Lord and Savior. I'm going to live for you from this day forward." If you prayed that with me, raise your hand. Let me see you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty. God bless you all. Praise God. Come on, church. Give God a praise. Welcome to the train. And I want to say this to you. Welcome to the family of God. You're better off today on this train than being on the one that's bound for hell. Lord, I thank you for so many that's gathered here this morning. Lord, for those that may not have heard, I pray they get another chance to hear something. Before this light goes out, before this light goes out, it's getting dimmer as I preach. This light just keeps getting dimmer, Lord, as I preach. This world keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. If you're here today, come back to God. Rededicate your life to the Lord. Just pray that too. Say, Lord, I rededicate my life to you today. I'm going to serve you with all my heart. Lord, ask all these things in Jesus' mighty powerful name today. Amen. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. (laughs) Give my lovely assistants a big round of applause. Y'all go sit.